Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance, and you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit amfam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, John Schwab here from Curtain Call, and welcome to episode 145 of the Curtain Call Theater Podcast, the podcast that brings you backstage as close as you possibly can be, often while the shows are actually happening to meet the people that make that theater happen. Just a quick reminder that you can download and subscribe to the podcast from the Apple Podcast app or from iTunes. That way your feed will be automatically updated when we release episodes. But you can also listen to us on many other fine podcast streaming services such as Stitcher and Google Play and others like iHeartRadio. Please rate and review our podcast if you have a spare 30 seconds and help us reach more theater lovers out there around the globe. And now for this week's episode. Paul Minx, whose plays include The Long Road South, which played at the King's Head Theater with Imogen Stubbs and Michael Brandon, and See How Beautiful I Am at the Bush Theater, has a new play in town. The Dog Walker makes its London premiere at the German Street Theater this week with a fantastic cast of Victoria Yates, seen on the small screen in Call the Midwife, and on the big screen in Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald. And beside her on stage is Andrew Dennis, who we had seen at the National Theater in One Man, Two Governors. Uh, the story is that of Dokes, a professional dog walker who encounters Carrie, a dog owner, and an empty ouzo bottle filled flat with no sign of a dog. Paul Minx's story is finding connections in the big city of New York, and it's a it's a moving, funny play proving that hope springs in the most unlikely of situations. Now, I sat down with Victoria and Andrew in the rehearsal room, and we were joined by the playwright Paul Minx and the show's director Harry Burton, who we've had on our podcast before. And it's a great conversation full of insights from the cast and the creators in the room about mental health, um, addiction, and, uh, well, it's how dark times can be funny in the right context. Have a listen. Um, I'm Paul Mink, and I am the writer. Okay. I'm Victoria Yates, and I play the part of Kerry. I'm Andrew Dennis, and I play Herbert Dokes. And I'm Harry Burton, I'm directing the play. It would be remiss of me to, to, to fail to ask about what this play is with the writer here, but I almost, almost want to ask 
of the, you know the people who are in it like what it is to you I will get to you <laughs> oh no that makes a lot of sense yeah but um you know when when you first got the script and uh, you know what what did it what was the script to you and, and kind of the underlying themes and then we'll we'll come back to playwright well for me I mean it's a woman who's struggling with addiction and trauma and it's really about connection about how in a big city the importance of connecting with someone, compassion, what happens when people, you know, suffer from loneliness and when people fall through the cracks. Yeah. Um, and that really, I, when I read it, I just thought, you know, I always think when I'm walking up and down the street, someone's going through that right now and they're completely isolated and they don't know how to get themselves out of it and how being witnessed and seen exactly with, with exactly where you are right now and how and they both in this place see each other at their worst and they're going to get each other through it yeah. It, it yeah that's what I felt when I first read it yeah yeah with with um when I first read it there were a lot of residents of the failing to re-establish a stranger failing to re-establish themselves in a new land you know I'm, my parents came over from Jamaica very you know educated and affluent background and when they came to England they had to start at the bottom of the rudder and yeah. um, Herbert Oakes has a similar passage you know he's he's, uh, um, he's very bright at home he's an academic man but um, the only job he can get settling in America is walking dogs yeah. and he's also a janitor right but um, a custodial engineer <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, what we and, call them. Yeah. yeah absolutely and and um, he, it's, it's what, what struck me when I read it was the keeping up of appearances yeah. when everything else is in bad shape. And um, it really struck me. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's uh, with regards of just the familiarity of it, seeing my own parents when, you know, growing up in the 70s and, you know, my mother now, after struggling for so long, lives in Germany and has done for 40 years because she was given an opportunity in Germany where she was allowed to succeed. Wow. Um, so again, there was lots of resonances, uh, yeah. you know, it resonated with things pretty, not pretty close, but just the familiarity. And um, also it was a great read. Yeah. It was yeah. a brilliant read. Always. Yeah, yeah. Now, you know, you, you, things, you receive things and you think, oh, I'll, I'll read it. I'll, okay, right, let's read I'll read it one at a time. And yeah. then before you know it, two and a half hours later or an hour later, in this case, you've gone through the whole thing. Mm. And uh, you then start thinking, oh, no, okay, I'm getting, I've already got too attached. If they, if they don't want me, I'm not going to go and see it. Because, if, because I'm not, because I'll, I'll just be sitting again. I wouldn't have done it like that. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, but yeah, because it was an, it was an instant, oh, I'd love to do this. Same here. I'd love to yeah. do this. I love the honesty there because yeah. we, any actor that says they don't do that is lying. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, exactly. <laughs> Completely. Never win that person. Completely. <laughs> never. I, 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 don't, I don't think I've ever, be, I've ever been to see a show that I really wanted to be in. Yeah. Just because. Yeah. So, yeah. oh yeah, no, I'm totally honest that <laughs> And is that, the, is that the kind of vibe you're looking for when you, when you wrote it? Is that the intent? I mean, it sounds very, very much like today and what people are talking about. And, and the media is, is the you know is the mental health and also with the wind rush um, you know mm -hmm. scandal here like it's it's very you know immediate and can grab onto this quite easily. 
Well, it's interesting because I bet with watching these rehearsals, you sort of live your past life, right? You know, you sort of, you also live all of the rewrites. Because <laughs> 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 you sit there and you go, was that in this version or was that a previous rewrite? Anyway, um, yeah, it's been a wonderful experience from, my, from, that, from that perspective, uh, watching, watching it come alive. Because I've lived with this script for a long time, like 20 years. Okay. Uh, and you know it's gone through many permutations, much like 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 I have. But it started in. Um, I wrote a version of this in the 1990s where Carrie was uh, had AIDS, uh, and I was living through the. I was living in New York City, mm-hmm. living through sort of the the what was left of the gay community. Uh, and it, it, at the time, and all of the anger, you know, that was there. The downside of that was um, a, a bunch of anger doesn't always make for good drama, mm-hmm. right? You know, so there was a woman who lived across the street. Actually, I don't think I've ever told you guys this. There's a woman who lived across the street from me when I lived in New York, and um, she was homeless, and she had worked out uh, an agreement with the Chinese laundry where she where she worked that she could live under the the stairs um, there uh, just so long as each morning when they opened the Chinese laundry she was gone mm-hmm. so she would then walk the streets uh, and just rant you know she had this sort of rant you know I sort of tracked all of her various you know rants uh, as time went on but I I got to wondering watching her. What that was like, mm-hmm. you know, what what her life, what her life was like, and Carrie is much more um, functional uh, than than this person was. But um, yeah, it's sort of a lot, of, a lot of things came together, right? Um, and many drafts later, we have we have this version, which I think is by far the best. So. Wow. And has it been an iterative? I'm bringing you in here, and like I, I know you brought you. You're very picky when it comes to scripts. You're very choosy, you know, which is good, which is rightly so as a director. You know, you've got to absolutely fall in love with it, not not judge the characters, and not, you know, there is a huge weight on a director's shoulders. You're going to go, I, as hard as this script may be, you know, you you are very clever when you're picking material, and, um, you know, do you see that in it? How how did you kind of come to to, to grab onto this play? Well, it, it, you know, because you and I have done a play together before, but that for some reason I'm only drawn to and suitable to direct plays where essential human extremes are pitted against one another and the audience goes on that journey with the characters. Um, I watched some Beckett last night. It was, it was beautifully done, but reverential. And, 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 and the, the life, to, for me... Uh, some of it had, uh, had been sucked out of it. I want, you know, when I see a play or director, I want that life to be erupting in front of the audience mm. because I think that's, for me, that's what theatre does best in terms of storytelling, is, is mirror a magnification of what it is to be human back to the audience. Mm. So, of course, when I read this play, there are elements in it which, which I know intimately from, from my own life, um, an alcoholic uh, adult. Uh, my mum was, you know, um, very troubled. Uh, the, the, the loneliness of, of someone who's, who feels unfulfilled, the terror of not knowing how the rest of your life will go, uh, tr- trauma as a kind of dominant... These are, these are things that, that not just I, but so many of us experience in life but don't have the chance to 
be creative around, but everyone knows that the, the creative process around that kind of stuff is the healing process itself. Mm. So I love to think that, although you can't direct in that way, but I would love to think that some people in the audience will actually feel they've learned something new and essential that will stay with them. Yeah. Now I don't do it for that reason. I yeah. do it because I because of the thrill ride yeah. of seeing something on stage and going, "Oh my God! I can't believe I'm seeing that." Yeah. But that's what I want as a theatre goer, yeah. and so that's why I choose the place. So the minute I read Paul's play, I wanted to do it because it, it just is full of that. And the ending, I mean, from what Victoria and Andrew no spoiler, was, no spoiler. No, but but I did want to say, you know, hey, and it's a comedy, you know, <laughs> loneliness, trauma, alcoholism with hilarious consequences. <laughs> it's a comedy. It's yeah. very funny. And very troubling, yeah. and very dark, and that, as you know, that's my thing, is, is, is the darkness that is actually at the heart of being human, that makes it possible, to, as, as Victoria mm. said, for connection, and, you know, I can't go on, I'll go on, to, to yeah. quote Beckett. And I think that you, when you're doing something dark and someone laughs, and there's like one person, they go, oh, they've been there. <laughs> 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 To finding finding those moments, um, how how has it been for you guys taking a script? Because you just talked about how many drafts. Has that been a continual thing? You guys finding new things to bring in and play? And I mean, is it set in New York? Is it set in America? Where where is yes. this? House Kitchen. Oh right, yeah, House Kitchen. Yeah. So, yeah. House Kitchen, Forty Ninth Street, and okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. So have you been finding new things to kind of put into to, to even take the script even further? Well, yeah, a Jamaican accent. Because <laughs> Herbert Oaks is, is originally from Jamaica. Right. Um, and um, it, it's so funny. It's, I was talking about this to a friend of mine last night who, who, who was in another show. And um, he's also, his parents uh, are, from, are from the West Indies. And you can do an accent because you hear it. Yeah. But I've never lived with a Jamaican accent. So it's just having to every now and then, just, yeah, I can, I can do one with my friends, I can do one with family gathering and everything, but it's not a sustained lifestyle. Yeah. And it's, it's been a real challenge because to my ear, yeah, I, I can hear it. But then there are sometimes I have to go, no, you've, you've got to make that to an audience, yeah. which might not be predominantly from that part of the world coming to see the show. So it, it, it has to be, <laughs> yeah. have to be understood. Yeah. And, and so that has been constantly going around in my head now for about a month or mm. no, even longer, even longer. Um, and um, I, I, it's, it's, been, it's been a lot of fun. It's been a real challenge to sustain it. Yeah. Because you, you, get, you, know, you go with social with friends and you hang out and you flip into it and you come on it and it's cool. But then all of a sudden, it's no. This is this is his life, mm. and 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 how does he dilute it in in an environment which is predominantly white, so he can be understood? Yeah, you know. And so it, it's been a, a brilliant challenge, and and this there's every day there's a part of me that still laughs daily in my head about where did Paul get him from? Mm-hmm. You know, Paul's, you know, no, 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 yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Paul must have spent some time yeah. to, you know, and that's, and again, that was another thing that appealed to me to, to, um, you know, somebody to write about somebody else when they're completely different yeah. polar opposites mm-hmm. to themselves. And it's fantastic. And again, that was another grip of going, wow, you know, it's not often that somebody will sit there and go, you know what? 
he is from Jamaica. Yeah. He has to be from Jamaica. Yeah. And that's that's that can only be, you know, credited and loved. Yeah. Brilliant. I th for me, it's the emotional stamina of this play. Um, I completely connected with Kerry to begin with, and um, I felt like I could hear her. You know, when you read a script and you're like, I know her, I know yeah. this person. I was like, oh, I'm going to play this part. It feels so right. Um, but she's, you know, eight people in one. It's massive, massive shifts all the time. She's very witty. Joan Rivers, very funny. Um, but then, you know, she's incredibly troubled and very can be very nasty, but then also very vulnerable and childlike and, Bright. you know, and very, very clever. Yeah. And so it's, you know, you're spinning a lot of plates and it's massive and incredible shifts as an actor. Um, and so that, you know, for me, that's been, you know, it's an, it's an incredible piece of text. And I love the muscularity of the language. I think often I'm a big Tennessee Williams fan mm -hmm. and often you don't read new writing that has that where where you have the punctuation and that muscularity to really support you and it's got that poetic nature to it. Um, yeah, and that, you know, it just, I like, it's amazing to get, um, to say those words that, yeah, they're your everything, they're your structure and they're gonna hold you and help you. It's a two-hand, like, yeah. I, you know, I've done yeah. it before and it is wow. not a lot of place to hide. So let's talk about the craft a little bit. You better exactly. be careful what you wish for. <laughs> I know. Oh my wow. God. Is, oh my word! It's full you on. You know, the last <laughs> the last time I was on stage, um, I played Ruckley. Right. Okay. And Ruckley swears every now and then in Cuckoo's Nest. Yeah. So I've gone from that yeah. to you're on all oh, the yeah. time. There's nowhere to all hide. All the time. There's nowhere to hide. Yeah. Um, and uh, again receiving the scripts and you think oh, I'd love to do this because what a challenge yeah. yes. and then, <laughs> the, then the challenge <laughs> no, gets like, presented to you and you think okay and um, you think um, I think I need to get back on a cross trainer Yeah. I need some fitness here I need some stamina because oh my you know we met up before Christmas and, and had a read through Yeah. and um, uh, Paul and Harry there and I was tired on the way home. Yeah. It was a real eye opener. I'm so glad that we, we did that before. Was that like an oh shit moment? Um, <laughs> I, I was going to put it more politely than that, but uh, yeah, it, it was. And I, and I walked home, and, and um, you know, kids went, went, Daddy, Daddy, how was the read through? And I was like, oh no. I was like, I love you both, but Daddy's not going to be around. <laughs> I know Christmas is coming up. I'm going to wish you a happy Christmas now, but I've got, I've got. And uh, no, it takes it, everything. Doesn't it, it? Takes everything. It takes everything. And and not only that, you know, you know, through working once, once you agree, that's it. It's in your head. Yeah. You know, you're you. It's you're, you're constantly thinking on it. You're constantly working at it. You're constantly referring to it, and and you you want to, it. It's so good. You want to do it justice. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. There are times I've been disappointed. But I think I'm letting this whole thing down because yeah. you know. But it's, but again. There's no one else other than. Yeah, you, you I know, a, It's I like know. having a seat partner for 90 minutes. You're kind yeah. of going, I know. I'm letting them down because there's no one else. You can't kind of go, guys, can you just help me out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm going to throw you the ball. Seriously. <laughs> and you sort it out. I'm like, all you. No. All, it takes she's, a lot of She's my buddy, man. Susie, Vix is, Vix is, oh, man. Be, just because it's. It's enormous. Yeah. The play itself isn't that big, but as, as Vic said, there's so much that goes on. Yeah. And 
you know, there, there, there are moments, you know, in, in improvisation, they call a, a, a certain comedic moment shelving. You, you mention an idea, you yeah. put it on the shelf, and then you bring, bring it back. back. And Paul has so many of those where I'm like, oh, why have we gone back to, oh, yeah, right, mentioned it 20 pages yeah. ago. And, and it, just having to work out a thread, yeah. to thread it all through. Um, and again, I've had to lose some poundage. Yeah. <laughs> I've had to go, okay, right. All those it's midnight, those midnight, those <laughs> yeah. midnight nibbles. I don't think he's half a stone by yeah, the end yeah, of it. Yeah, those midnight nibbles of, of long, of, of long gone. <laughs> it's great to be working that, you know, you know, we really get on and yeah. we feel very there for each other. Yeah. Um, and and this isn't theatrical chat chat. We, I do. Yeah. 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 Um, but you feel, and that's the thing because you know that that person, well, you can be can save you. Yeah. You can Ooh. save you. Yeah, you yeah, need yeah, to. Yeah. You know, it's like you know that look in the eyes. Help me! You can literally see. Help! Where am I? It's like okay. Because the worst look you can get back is this. Yeah. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Or she'll offer me the dog. Just grab the dog. That is not what I wanted. That is not the right life lifesaver. What I like about this is it's such a, an amazing mix of it's really it can be quite slapstick humor, very witty with this darkness. And I love that when you go and see a show where you you, you sort of keep going in and out of um, what is this? And it kind of can really open up the audience, I think, because they think it's one thing, then it's something else. And so all their armor starts to go. And so by the end, they're really open, mm. and, that, and I think that's what's also really enjoyable. You don't know what it is. What it is at the end isn't what it is at the beginning. Great. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's a new play, so we, we actually, yeah. until we have an audience, we, we don't know what we've got, because yeah. they'll teach these guys how, how to play the rhythm of it. And, and um, you know you know what that's like, that exciting yeah. moment at the end of rehearsals where, where you, you realize you're literally going into the darkness. Yeah. But more is about to be revealed, and that's where that's where you find us mm. today, pregnant with with possibility. But actually, we now we're now very close to needing an audience to do the next phase of development. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But that's a great place. To be. That's a great place to be. It's a well. It's it's also. I think it's that moment when you go, okay, we we know you know we're hitting the marks, we're hitting the emotional marks, whatever it is. Now, what do we want the audience to get out of this? Absolutely. I mean, for, Paul yeah. and Aaron, I mean, that's a great question for you to ask. What would you like the audience to go away yeah. with having put this on? Well, actually, what you just said that reminded me, I, I've been away for a couple of days and came back and saw it yesterday, and I actually started laughing. And I know when I'm laughing at my fabulous joke. <laughs> 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 he said with the, great, the greatest humility, um, or lack thereof, uh, that uh, they're hitting the marks, right? So I can tell... The humor's there, right? Um, so that that's always a good sign for me. Um, but <laughs> but I, what do I want the audience to take away? Oh, I don't know, Harry. What do you want? It's very hard for me to talk about my own play. Though, of course. Right? But, yeah. but, but what I want is for the audience to take away the characters. You see, that's what the wonderful thing about acting, which is the the, the, the magic that, that never fails to, you know, when it arrives, if it arrives, please God, is that these characters are now running them. That, you know, the characters become presences. They they actually take on active life and, mm. and so forth. And so, it's yes, it's there. It's these actors' work, but the characters are roaring through them. 
and they're roaring towards the audience. And that's what I want people to take away. It's this yeah. feeling of I've just met two incredible, larger than life people, you know, with all the attributes of a, of a real human being and go out, you know, and, and, and live their lives accordingly. You know, we're, we're in a time where we don't need people living small lives. Yeah. You know? We need people to step up and face up to, their, to, to whatever the issues are and move through them into healing. Yeah. And then the minute you've done something tricky in your own life, you've got something you can give away and share with somebody else. Yeah. And I think that is in Paul's play. It is a very optimistic ending. Not romantic, but the possibility of connection between people who thought that had gone forever and that nothing could, could change the darkness that, that, that has settled on them. And this play says, no, never give that up. Never, never, never forget that, that anything's possible if you're a human being. Mm. Oh, they're being a human being, you've got to be vulnerable and be open. They don't get married? That's the second. That's the second. That's the Yeah, that's the Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you want that, go see Doug. Spoiler alert. Coming to, coming near you soon, yeah. Um, we're doing 101 rescue dogs. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Also, for me, one of the themes, like a lot of people, especially, I don't know, we're talking about this, whether in the UK it's more, that people are very judgmental about addiction. Yes. They re And it doesn't, it's still all to do with a weakness of character. Yeah. And I, that yeah. was a really big thing when reading this play that I, you know, as we go through um, the play, people start to see themselves in Kerry and that it could happen to them. Yeah. And that is, a, is really important for me, um, it, again, with the mental health issue, yeah. that it isn't, to, you know, it's an, a disease and an illness. That's one thing I've talked about in interviews is that idea of judgment. Um, and I hope people come out of this with, you know, maybe that has shifted something. Yeah. Mm. So, so how, how do we see this? Where do we see this, guys? Like, and, uh, first part of that question is, how, how big of a, uh, a performing space and, and auditorium we take? Because that kind of in, informs an audience the, the, the how close they get or how, they, how um, intimate they may feel or how involved they feel. They get sucked in. You know, I, I do love small space myself. But, um, and, and so and the second part of that question is, how do we come and see it and when and where? It's a small, uh, small theater, yeah. um, and it's a chamber. <coughs> it feels like a chamber piece in a lot of in a lot of ways. It's, it's not a, my favorite stuff. Yeah, it's not a forty million dollar musical in the West End, although it, it could be. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is no. so good. Yes, yeah. I'll marry you, my dear. <laughs> it's actually, it actually, I love singing in my plays. So there's tons of. There's actually, for those of you who like musicals, please come. Uh, <laughs> uh, and it is at the the audience is very close to the stage, very yeah. close, yeah. indeed. Uh, it's at the German Street Theater. Okay. Uh, the first it's preview is the twelfth, yeah. uh, which is next week, the twelfth and thirteenth. There's two previews, and then opening night <laughs> on is Valentine. on Valentine's Day. Oh, so there you go. please yeah. bring your your loved ones. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's exactly. It's, it's um it, for those of you who don't know where the German Street Theater is, just off Piccadilly. Right, yeah. Yeah. It is so easy to get to. It's a great space. Yeah. And there's great restaurants around there if you want to go have dinner before or after. Yeah. Like. Yeah. It's, it'd be interesting when we do get an audience, as Harry says, about because it's a new writing, but also the, the, the space, because there are times when it's explosive and it's like, how do you now contain and monitor that? Um, so I've got my work cut out. <laughs> I, love it. I love it, but that's—I find that you yeah. in an angry place. But you know, in a small space, you know, 
pistons are small because that's how you can make something combustible and yeah. make it give it that much energy. Mm -hmm. So the smaller Tension. it's made, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You tend to go, oh, you know that that's I as you, I love going to theater. It makes me go, oh, what am I? What <laughs> I can't leave it. Oh my lord! Ah. People who like it's dogs, I'm going to have a great night. Oh, people yeah. Who, yeah. People who like new writing are going to have a great night. Yeah. People who love performance up close and dangerous. We're gonna have a great night. And people who like good acting and comedy, it's it's uh, it's got everything. It's got everything, but but, but most excitingly, it's new work. It's yeah. in the West End. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. right. In the middle of London. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Come on down. You cannot beat it. So tickets at the German Street Theatre, GermanStreetTheatre.co.uk, and if we haven't said it, the play is called. The, the Dog, dog Walker! Walker. <laughs> 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 oh. Thanks guys, thank you so much! Victoria Yates, Andrew Dennis, Paul Minx, and Harry Burton, the company behind The Dog Walker, playing at the German Street Theatre. Now, before I go, just a few housekeeping bits and pieces. If you are a theatre professional, head on over to curtaincallonline.com and sign up for a free profile page. All you have to do is create an account with an email address, make up a cool password, and away you go. You can follow us on all the socials, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, at Curtain Call, and you can follow me at John Schwab. We'd love to hear from you if you have any suggestions or feedback from the podcast. Get in touch with us via any of the social media platforms I just mentioned or write to me personally at johnacurtaincallonline.com. It just leaves me to say a huge thank you to Paul Minx, Harry Burton, Andrew Dennis, and Victoria Yates. Catch them at the German Street Theater in The Dog Walker, playing until the 7th of March. Thanks for listening to the Curtain Call Theater podcast, and I will catch you all next week. Bye. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.